Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? Happy Saturday to you. Man, hope that you're doing well. And today we're continuing to walk, man, through the minor prophets because we believe that getting in the word every single day is important for your life with the Lord and your walk with Christ. And so today we're in Micah chapter four. And the good news is for us today, it is kind of one of the first, uh, I guess, encouraging passages in Micah. The first three chapters are pretty intense. Remember that the first two especially are about destruction that's going to come. And then Micah chapter three, the focus shifts uh, specifically to the leaders of Israel and Judah. It shifts to their leaders where it's saying, hey, but because you've been leading the people poorly, you're going to be the brunt of this judgment and you're going to be receiving this judgment even more so than them. And so chapter four comes, and it's the first chapter that's that's kind of got some hope in it, man. That you read it and it just it is is something to rejoice in and stuff. And so let's read. Uh, actually, I'm just going to point out a few things. I think this is a good tip when you're reading the Bible is is maybe you read through a section of scripture and you're like, okay, man, I'm not really sure what this is doing or I'm not really sure what this is saying. Is is just take out maybe a, a, a pencil. I know uh, we don't write on paper much anymore; it's all on our phones. But maybe take out a journal or something. We're encouraging you to take notes on Wednesday nights. I'd encourage you to do that when you're walking in the Word on a daily basis and and take out something and just write down some things that you see because in chapter four we see that God is going to restore Jerusalem God is going to restore his people and so I just listed off six things that I think we see in this passage that God is going to do when he returns to restore the fortunes of his people and so let's just I'm, I'm gonna go through them the first one is in verse one uh, let's read verse one it says it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and it shall be lifted above the hills and the people shall flow to it. So first off, what do we see God's going to do? God's going to reestablish Jerusalem. He's going to reestablish it. It'll be the highest of mountains. And he says literally that the peoples will flow to it. So people are going to come running back to Jerusalem. So you see that God's going to do that. Look at what you see in verse three. It says, he shall judge between many peoples and shall decide disputes for nations far away. Why, Why is that big? Well, if you remember back to the last chapter, the problem was that judges and rulers and authorities for Israel and Judah were not judging properly, right? They're taking bribes and that's how they're kind of determining the verdict about which they're judging. And so God says, I'm going to come and, and I'm going to judge things rightly. I'm going to be the judge that judges justly. So you see that God is going to be the judge. I, I love verse four. It says, but they, so that's the people, shall sit every man under his vine and under his fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid, for the mouth of the Lord of the host has spoken. We we see there that God's going to provide for his people. That they're going to sit under their vine, they're going to sit under their vine and fig trees, and they're going to have enough. That God is going to restore his people. I, I love verse five. It says, for all the peoples walk each in the name of his God, but we will walk in the name of the house of the Lord forever. What What is God doing? God is restoring the people whom he afflicted. He, he, he allowed them to go into destruction because of their sin, because we've talked about this before, right? A loving father is going to deal with sin. He's not going to let sin go undealt with. So God is going to deal with their sin, but here he's establishing them again so that they can walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever and ever. Uh, just a few more. I love verse seven. He says, and the lame, I will make a remnant and those who were cast off a strong nation and the Lord will reign over them in Mount Zion from his time forth 
and forevermore. So what do you see? The, the Lord's going to reign, right? It's not going to be this chaos. It's not going to be these earthly kingdoms, these earthly political figures, but God himself is going to reign. And I love a final thing that we see in this passage in verse 13, where uh, God says this. He says, Arise and thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will make your horn iron and will make your hoofs bronze and you shall beat in pieces many peoples. That's that's pretty intense, right? And shall devour their gain and shall devote their gain to the Lord and their wealth to the Lord of the whole earth. God says that I'm going to strengthen my people. They've been beat down by enemies far too long, but God is going to give them strength to win and be victorious. And so I think this is a good example of, man, if you ever read the passage and you're like, okay, what's what's actually happening here? Just, just write down a few things that you notice God doing. And so just to run back again, we see that God's going to reestablish Jerusalem. God God's going to be the judge. God's going to provide for his people. God's going to restore those whom were afflicted. That God is going to reign. And then finally, that God will strengthen his people. And so it's an incredibly hopeful passage in the midst of this. And I'm excited for tomorrow and the next day as we continue to walk through Micah. So I hope you're enjoying this. I'd encourage you to read chapter four today on your own. And uh, and man, hope it encourages you in your walk with the Lord. I love you. Can't wait to see you this weekend. We have church this weekend. So make sure you're at the Blended or the Lift 9 or 11. Can't wait to see you there. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.